This is the Jail Ministry Podcast. The J-A-I-L, or Jesus Acts and Inmates Lives Ministry, is Christ-centered and provides programs focused on the prevention and intervention for the incarcerated. Jail Ministry also provides support to offenders, criminal justice professionals, victims, and their families. Thank you for your continued financial assistance. For more information, visit jailmen.org. Now, here's today's lesson. Uh, good afternoon, brothers and sisters in Christ. God bless you. Good afternoon, those who are visiting, maybe never been here before. Uh, good afternoon, somebody who's a Muslim, who's listening to this for the first time or sometime and so forth, you know. Uh, I've been doing jail and prison ministry for 25 years. Go ahead and take your Bibles and turn to Matthew chapter 12. And uh, um, I, I was looking at something on Islam the other day on TV. I meant to forward it to a couple of guys here in uh, jail ministry. And uh, it says, uh, people in the book, it's in Sir or someplace, uh, uh, be nice to people of the book, amen? And people that are following the word of God. Islam was started maybe five, 600 years after Jesus Christ and Christianity started. All right, today the title of the message is The Unpardonable Sin. We're going to look at that. Whoever you are, first time, last time, many times, uh, glad you're here with us. You'll get a whole lot from it. This is a question that is answered, asked of me quite frequently in my live teaching in the local jail that I work in here ministering in Belton, Texas. Uh, thank God for you. And uh, let's read verse 31 and 32 together. Uh, Matthew chapter 12. That's the end of the story, 31 and 32. That's where Jesus ends this particular topic and subject here in, in Matthew. It's also over in Luke. These are the synoptic gospels. Luke will have a slightly different uh, take on it, but the same exact outcome and so forth. But uh, um, follow me here. Amen. And uh, uh, let's read, have a word of prayer, and then we'll start our lesson. And like I said, we're starting at the end, and then we'll go back to verse 22, which is the beginning. Amen. And uh, a couple of points there. Point number one, the demonstration of deity. Uh, point three, his three-point argument All right, about the unpardonable sin. And uh, then he points out to him this right here, the danger, the danger of committing the unpardonable sin. You can only do it during Jesus' time if you were a Jew and you were aware of the prophecies about the Messiah. Amen. So verse 31, therefore I say to you, he's talking to Israel, and uh, I'm going to say to you, take this into consideration that the Holy Ghost is convicting your heart about Christianity and uh, going that way or thinking about it. Therefore I say to you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. The word blasphemy is speaking against it in a negative way, amen? Uh, deriding a, uh, a, a truth of the Bible, uh, a God-given truth. Blasphemy is a terrible thing, amen? Jesus is not God, he's a dog. That, that, uh, or he's a faker, he's a phony and all these other things. That's blasphemous, amen? 
That's blasphemy. He proved and he fulfilled it by fulfilling all those prophecies. He is God. Who else? The devil doesn't raise the dead. The devil doesn't give the blind sight or the lame walk and all this. God gives that stuff. Amen. Uh, we just did a podcast and, and uh, we were talking about Angel Tree, that, uh, a Christian organization that gets gifts for inmates' children. And you think, who else but somebody who was a Christian would do things like that? That's what the people of the book, the Bible is the book I'm talking about. The people of the God of the book. That's what they do. They're worried and concerned about you and your family because God so loved the world. He's put that desire inside of us. Amen. I could do a whole lot of things. I, I, I don't even get paid for doing this. I could do a whole lot of things and make a lot of money. But there's such a burn. There's a fire inside of me. I cannot walk away from God. I cannot walk away from this ministry and working with these men. Uh, somebody wanted me to take their children and I told them I could not take their children I'm 64 years old uh, that was the main reason I used the other reason I, I couldn't take their children is because I'm too busy doing jail and prison ministry amen you're that important to God amen so blasphemy against the spirit will not be forgiven men blasphemy against the Holy Spirit's leading and teaching and, and seeing his power working here amen will not be forgiven men Amen. And he's talking then. I'll, I'll explain it and show it uh, later on, but it partially can be done now as well. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, anyone who speaks against Jesus, it will be forgiven him. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven him either in this age or in the age to come eternally. Let's have a word of prayer. And uh, let me not get ahead of myself and start teaching already. Father, thank you for your mercy and grace. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the power and the blood. Nothing but the blood of Christ. That almighty powerful blood disarmed and neutered Satan. He has no more power or authority in my life. He has no more power and authority over my flesh. I pray I would uh, enunciate your word correctly, rightly and correctly handle it. I pray for all the brothers and sisters incarcerated that are listening to this, that this message will be a blessing to them, and that they'll learn something and put these truths to use in their lives. And uh, I just ask you to give all grace and mercy and honor to jail ministry, uplift them from on high, bless them beyond measure. Help us as we try to reach the lost. And uh, thank you. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Now, the, the verse 31 starts off with, therefore. Uh, this is point number three in my message, but because we're reading here to start off with, and it's about the unpardonable sin. Therefore refers to what was just said in 22 to 30. Amen. Verse 22 to 30, where everything Jesus said, that argument led up to this is the conclusion. If you do these things, blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. All right. Sometimes when I'm preaching and teaching the word of God straight out, I guarantee you 99.9% .9 of y'all will come under conviction of the word of God. And as you come under conviction, by the way, be teachable. Be teachable. We're going through the Bible. Sometimes you get up there and you want to you expound what you know. Whatever you know ain't working right now. Amen? 
Be teachable. I don't say that to be mean or harsh or anything like that. Look where we're at. Be teachable. God has sent me to say some things to you out of his book. And uh, probably you'll agree with 99.9% of it. Amen. Maybe 100%. All right. And uh, if not, pray about it. Amen. All right. Write me a letter and tell me where I'm wrong. I'm, I'm more than happy to it. P.O. Box 633, Belton, Texas. 76513. Amen. 34. 34. 6, uh, oh, 634. Amen. P.O. Box 634, Belton, Texas. Jail Ministry. 76513. I got the zip code right. Amen. All right. So, uh, um, Every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, except for blasphemy against the Spirit. The Holy Spirit in the Old Testament, and still, the Holy Spirit, we ain't had the day of Pentecost yet. We ain't in Acts chapter 2. We're still in Jesus' life. All right? He's got another year or two from here before he gets killed on the cross on Passover day. Amen? And so forth. And the Holy Spirit is coming on people, but not in them. And these people are clearly convicted. And the religious leaders of his day, they're the ones saying this. He's casting out the devil. Uh, excuse me, he's casting out demons by Beelzebub or the, the devil, the, 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 uh, the, the devil himself, Satan, Lucifer. Amen. He's casting them out by, by that. And Jesus has a three-point argument. He says, a house divided cannot stand. Satan ain't casting out Satan. Second, amen, uh, your sons cast him out. You're being inconsistent. All right. Uh, uh, you Jews have exorcisms. Amen. All right. And, and I shouldn't say you Jews. You religious leaders do it. Amen. And you, 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 if you do it, well, why can't you believe mine? And third, amen. And, and third, well, I'll get to it when we get to it, amen, uh, uh, when we go back, all right? Verse 30, anyone speaks a word against the Son of Man, it'll be forgiven him. But going against the Holy Ghost won't be. The word Beelzebub, which we're going to get to, go back over to verse 22 now. The word Beelzebub means to cause destruction through tyrants and when I say tyrants it could be the leader of the bloods and the crips it could be Saddam Hussein it could be the Iranian uh, mullahs who are murdering and killing their own people and anybody else they get, causing worldwide terrorism they don't believe they don't know it and they don't understand it they're working exclusively for Lucifer and Satan itself their bells above not Jesus verse 22 all right then one was brought to him, that's Jesus, who was demon-possessed, blind, and mute. A lot of stuff and diseases we have now today are really spiritual warfare, and a demon is behind them. That's my belief. You don't have to believe that one. But what I just read to you, you got to believe. Amen? The reason this man is blind and mute is because a demon, and it may be two different demons, one of blindness and one of muteness. Remember, angels do not die. Demons are fallen good angels that fell with Satan. Uh, you can read about it in Revelation chapter 12 and some other places, mainly there. That's it, 12, 9 on down. It'll tell about how Satan drew a third of the stars with him. And this is a, a, these are fallen angels. And he talked them into doing this. Uh, Isaiah chapter 14 Verse 5 on down talks about I will ascend above God and his name then was Lucifer and then iniquity was found in him. Ezekiel 28 and I believe it's 14 there in Ezekiel and it'll talk about how he is the king of Tyre. 
he's leading the human prince of Tyre or the, the human king of Tyre and they call him the prince because Tyre is a, is a country being led by a man, a tyrant like we were just talking about who is really being led by Satan. Many of us who are, have been incarcerated or are incarcerated back in the day, hopefully it's back in the day, some of y'all might still be being led by Satan. And he's saying to you, what God is saying to you here, follow me. That's why he's doing all these miracles. So you can realize the Jews should have realized by the prophecies all through the Old Testament, but mainly in Isaiah, they should have realized he is the Messiah. Amen. He is the anointed one. He's the one we've been waiting for. By the way, all the way up to this point, from chapter 1 all the way to chapter 12 and, and, and uh, um, Matthew, Jesus, uh, 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 the kingdom of God is at hand, is what he tells Israel. Amen? There ain't no Gentiles. We're Gentiles watching this. Maybe there's a Jew watching this, but we're Gentiles. Amen? And so none of this is, and so you got you to be careful. Make sure you know who you're talking to and who you're following, amen, and, and, and what group of people he's talking to. The kingdom of God is there. If they had received him, and, and when I read the rest of this uh, first two or three verses here, you'll see it. If they had received him, we would have went into the thousand year reign and Jesus would have been sitting and riding on a throne, or excuse me, sitting on a throne for a thousand years. But when they reject him here, the very next chapter, you no more hear about the kingdom of God is at hand. He starts talking to them in parables and he'll tell them, it's given unto you, the Jews who are following me, to know the secrets of God. But to them it is not given. I talk to them in parables and they do not understand what I'm saying because they attributed the works of God to the devil. That's it. They didn't do it one time. They did it in chapter 10. They did it in chapter 12. And you'll see it in Mark and Luke as well. It's not different accounts. It's the same one. Uh, there's a tripod holding the camera up that's fi filming. One, one pod is Matthew's looking at that event. One pod, Luke is looking at it. One pod, Mark is looking at it. And, and uh, very few of uh, John is not considered a, 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 a synoptic gospel. So very little of them is uh, the same events there in John. But those three men are recording basically the same events. Verse 22, then one was brought to him who was demon possessed, blind and mute, and he healed him so that the blind and mute man both spoke and saw. If you've been reading all the way through Matthew at this time, many times he'll heal people on the Sabbath and the Jews, uh, the religious leaders get mad. Don't do it on the Sabbath. Do it some other day. If you were to get healed of your drug addiction, alcohol addiction, or your sin addiction that keeps causing you to get arrested or go to jail or get divorces or, or can't get along in life, if you were to get healed, you wouldn't care if it was on the Sabbath day or not. And God said to him, Jesus says to him one time when they complained about him healing a man on the Sabbath, he says, if your ox or your donkey was in a ditch on the Sabbath day, wouldn't you get him out? The answer is yes. Well, then why wouldn't you? Why are you getting mad that I'm helping a man on the Sabbath day? You turn the Sabbath day into, into king and man serving the Sabbath day. The Sabbath day is to serve man, not man to serve the Sabbath day. Amen. Get it right. Get it right. Started all the way back in Exodus. Get it right. They, they perverted or twisted and took the law out of what it meant. The Old Testament Mosaic law. Uh, verse 23. By the way, the man both saw and believed. Um, verse 23 and all the multitude were amazed 
See, the multitude, they're not talking about just the religious. The religious leaders are there. By the way, the religious leaders are there, and they got their eyes on Jesus, but they're trying to find something wrong with him. I don't even try to find something wrong with the men uh, that come to my classes who are locked up in jail and in prison. I don't even come and try to find anything wrong with them. Amen. If God wants it to come out, he'll bring it out. Amen. I don't need to do that. And I pray you're not going around doing that with any human being you know. Uh, um, uh, as far as I know, the man doing the filming over here, Steve Cannon, uh, he's perfect as far as I know, man. Amen. All right. You know, he's shaking his head saying, no, I, I ain't going to put my binoculars on him and try to find something. That is evil. Amen. You got your own sin. You want to put your binoculars on somebody? Put them on you. Go look in a mirror. Draw a circle, stand in it, and deal with what's inside that mirror. If you're a husband and married to a woman, don't sit there and try to find things wrong with your wife. All right? Your children, things will just come out because they're growing up. And you're supposed to train them, train them in the way they should go. When they're old, they won't depart. So you, you do that with them. Amen? You know, me and my wife read the Bible and pray together. And, and sometimes she'll tell me something that the Holy Spirit spoke to her about while we were reading. And I'll do the same with her. In fact, I did that last night. I was telling her stuff about 10 or 15 minutes. I said, you know, I used to do this, that, and the other, and blah, blah, blah. And uh, it, it, it wouldn't have seemed that bad to people now today because I've been saved for a while now. I ain't, I ain't been doing my old drug life and all that other crazy stuff. And, and, uh, and she was just sitting there nodding her head, you know. Not, not that she had seen it or something, but she said, oh, I see what you're talking about. And, and, uh, um, and, and we worked on things, you know, we prayed for each other, you know, and, and that's what you should be doing. 23 and all the multitude were amazed and said, could this be the son of David? That's Isaiah 42 one It's prophesied. That's, that's what it is. And, and, and uh, there's other ones, uh, down here and so forth. You know, I'm not going to go through all of them, uh, as we go through here. If we had time, I'd take you over there and show it to you. The, the point there, here's what the multitude is saying. The people, the common man. They could see that he was the Messiah. Watch what the religious leaders of his day do. How much time do we got, brother? Amen. Verse 24. Now when the Pharisees, who were people who did read the Bible. Understand, so the Pharisees read the Bible to find out what's wrong with you. And, and then they took certain verses and stuff, and they'd make, they'd make rules and regulations from the Mosaic Law. That's all that was written back then, okay? Uh, Genesis to Chronicles. Chronicles ends the Jewish Bible, amen? Our Bible ends on Malachi. Malachi would still be in that part, okay? The 27 books of the Old Testament, all right? Uh, no, 39 books of the Old Testament. So, so, so uh, they, they took the Bible and they were trying to nitpick people. And they had turned it into something that God didn't even want. Amen. So uh, now when the Pharisees heard it, heard the people say, could this be the son of David? Could this be the Messiah is what they're saying? Could this be the long awaited king, David uh, reborn? Amen. So to speak. Amen. They said, this fellow does not cast out demons, except now they admit that a demon is what caused it. Uh, uh, the blind and mute spirit. All right. Uh, uh, they, they, they admit that. Except by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. We all know the ruler of the demons is Satan, Lucifer, um, the accuser of the brother, and he's got a lot of names. Apollyon and Abaddon, he's got lots of names. And his names always refer to his evil, wicked, demonic, devilish character. Amen? 
He hates that which God loves. For God so loved the world. He's not talking about the dirt. He's talking about us. That he gave his only begotten son. That we might have eternal life. Amen. That nobody would perish and die and go to hell. But that we all might have eternal life. Amen. So I started out. Beelzebub means to cause destruction through tyrants. Could be a gang leader. Could be a, 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 a political leader. Could be a religious leader. Cause demons to be worshipped. Alright. I used to worship the demon of cocaine. Amen. Uh, whoremongering. Alright. He wants to excite religious leaders to lust. And it's talking about sexual lust or money lust there. Lust is inordinate affection. You want... Okay. One woman can take care of a man's uh, uh, sexual desires. Your wife. He'll make you... Thank you, brother. He'll make you want to lust after all the women in the church or something. Or all the women up and down the street. Amen. Before I was saved, I'd go chase... Any woman lay still long enough, I'd try to go after. Amen. What a terrible testimony. But that's the truth. That was 47 years ago. Um, um, but if you let your flesh rule you, you'll lust after stuff you don't even need or don't even really want. And it'll turn out to turn into a nightmare instead of a blessing. All right. Uh, uh, to cause jealousies and murders and bring about doubt. Doubt in God, in the things of God, in the world, in the good things. Think on these things. It says in Philippians 4, 8, you know, and, and I can't quote it right now and I, I don't have time because I want to get to this passage. But uh, think on these things. Why? If we think the right way, we'll be the right way. The spirit of Beelzebub is he is the Lord of the dung. Dung is doo-doo, poop, feces, fecal matter, what comes out of your rectum, Amen. Or any uh, uh, biological animal. Amen. So what does feces do? Uh, there are certain bacteria. It's moist. It's wet. Even if it didn't go in the toilet, it would be moist. Amen. And bacteria grows on it. And you get maggots. Maggots turn into flies. And what do flies do? They pester you. What Satan wants to do with you now that you are saved, as uh, the spirit of Beelzebub now, this is still what Beelzebub is producing, is he wants to pester you in life to try to get you to sin. Pester you with looking at this. Yeah, well, maybe I want that. No, I don't need that. Maybe I want it. No, no, I don't need that. You know, not if you read your Bible. Amen. You know. And uh, um, so that's what he's going through and so forth. So here they accuse him. And here's where we're getting into uh, the blasphemy against Holy. They knew in their spirit. And it's in John. And I can't think of where it is right now. Yeah, John chapter 7, verse 28. And, and I, I am going to read that one to you. John 7, 28. You just write it down if you don't want to turn over there. And look at it later on after we get done with this recording. Uh, 728. He's going to tell them, you know who I am and you know what I am. They were lying. Then Jesus cried out. This is John 728, the, the, the gospel of John. Then Jesus cried out as he taught in the temple saying, 
Ye both know me, and you know where I am from. He's talking to the religious leaders. You know who I am. You know that I'm fulfilling these prophecies. You know that I'm doing No one else could do this. The devil would not raise the dead, as I said. He would not give the blind sight, mute, lame people walk. A woman had been bent over for 18 years. He straightened her right up. The man in the bed that his four friends carried, and they lowered him down. said, I've never seen faith like this. They busted through the roof and let him down. And he just spoke the word, and the man was healed. Got up and carried his mattress and ran off. The man at the pool of Siloam was waiting for uh, some voodoo type stuff with the water to be stirred up and get in there. And he couldn't. He had been, he had been crippled as a, a paraplegic for 38 years. Jesus just spoke the word. He said, do you want to walk? He said, I do. Does he believe I can do it? I believe it. He, he jumped up and he said, wow. Woo. Unbelievable. And they're accusing that person of doing these works by the devil. And he's fulfilling like eight, nine, ten prophecies out of Isaiah alone, let alone other books of the Bible. Verse 25, but Jesus knew their thoughts. See, they're, they're such cowards and liars by what they're saying. They didn't directly say this to him, to his face. They said it to the multitudes, to the people. They went out, this man can't be God. This man can't be the son of David. He can't be the Messiah. He didn't come out of our schools. He didn't come out of our group. He didn't come out of our church. Or our this or our that. You know what? I just left the church I've been going to for 47 years, and I went into a non-denominational church. I still believe everything that I believed before. Amen. But some of the stuff my denomination believed, I don't, I don't really cotton to it. Amen. Uh, I kind of do, but uh, some of it I don't even cotton to. And they made some minor thing the big thing. And I said, man, y'all, y'all are messed up. You know, not all the people, the people running the thing. Two or three men came up with that out of, out of tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people. I said, y'all are messed up. I went into a non-denominational situation. I don't agree with everything about them, but they're not sitting up there making those things the big thing. The big thing is Jesus, the Bible, uh, the virgin birth, the bodily resurrection, the blood. Those are the big things. And then the other stuff, you know, we need to work on. This right here. And, and, and they know they're wrong. The Holy Ghost is telling them they're wrong. Thank you, brother. So, 25, when Jesus knew their thoughts, said to them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. I already told you he's got a three-point argument. He's saying if Satan fights against Satan, if me and my wife fighting without arguing with one another, we'll end up with a divorce and our kids would have been destroyed. Our lives would have been damaged severely and our kids would have probably in all likelihood been destroyed or damaged severely. A house divided cannot stand. Verse 26, if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? It's even standing now, even though he's been defeated. He's still using his army even now. And he's been defeated. 27, and if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, here's the second point of his argument. If I cast them out by, by Satan, by Lucifer, amen, by whom do your sons cast them out? Question mark. Well, uh, they would say by the God of Moses. Well, I am the God of Moses. Amen. Therefore, they shall be your judges. Amen. Woo. But if I cast out Satan, here's his third point. He's so powerful, he can bind Satan. He can bind the strong man. You can have God in your life, and he can do for you what he did for me. Get you off of all drugs, or alcohol, whoremonger, and all that worldly life, all that jail and prison, all this destruction. From this day forward is the first day of the rest of your life. He can go forward with you. You can have a new creature in Christ, a new life. Not fixing the old, 
New life in Christ. Therefore, if any man in Christ, he's a new creation. The kingdom of the Spirit of God is surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. The kingdom of God is there. He just uh, blind and, and mute. Uh, 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 and then 29, or how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man's house? Jesus said, I got the power to bind them. All power in heaven and earth is available to us. I see us three minutes. And uh, he says, I got the power to put into you and you can bind the strong man. Amen. He's done it in my life. 44 years he's done it in my life. He can do it in yours. And uh, verse 30 this is also the conclusion. Uh, uh, let me read 31 and 32. For Therefore, because I just gave you those three arguments, I say to you, every sin and blasphemy be forgiven men, but the blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven men. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him. If the Holy Ghost is speaking to you now and you refuse to believe, uh, you're not committing the unpardonable sin. You are blaspheming you know, the Holy Ghost. You're denying him. Amen. You're denying him. If he's asking you to get saved now, get saved, uh, uh, follow me, don't follow what you've been following. If it's bloods, crips, Islam, whatever, get saved, follow me. Don't follow that stuff. That's what you need to do, amen? Don't blaspheme the Holy Spirit. No, you will not have eternal damnation. I see it, brother. Now, what, what's my thing here? If you don't get saved today or now, in this time period before you die. Today is the day of salvation. You don't need to think about it. You don't need to pray about it. You just need to do it. Amen. You don't need to think about it. You don't need to pray about it. You just, say, just need to say, I believe you are the Son of God, Jesus Christ. I believe you're the Messiah. I believe you're the Lord. I, 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 I'm asking you for forgiveness of my sin. He'll do it. But you're blaspheming me if you say no. Amen. The Holy Ghost has been leading on my heart on certain things. I didn't learn to always say yes. I always say yes to God. Amen. And verse 30, I want to conclude there. He who is not with me is against me. That's Jesus. All three of us just did a program in there, a podcast called Get Back With Your Bad Self. A Jesus program. Thank you, brother. And uh, my point being in saying that to you, my brother, is this. We were all in line with Jesus. He was not against me. Uh, uh, excuse me. He who is not with me is against me. And he who does not gather with me scatters abroad. We gather together. We try to gather a flock like a hen does her chicks. Into the, into, the, into the fold of Jesus Christ. And I pray you're doing it. Amen. I pray you're following Christ. I pray you're accepting him as your Lord and Savior today. Amen. As the Messiah. As the Son of God. And you can have eternal life. And you can have a new life. And you can stay out of jail and prison. Or endure the, the storms of life and prison and jail. Get saved today. God bless you. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for this lesson. Let it speak to your people's hearts. And change, dear Heavenly Father. Add new souls. In Christ's name and to his glory and honor I pray. Amen.